Idris Elba versus a lion. Today I'm talking about Beast. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about uh, the recent Idris Elba movie known as Beast, uh, which is about Idris Elba facing off against a hungry lion. Well, not really a hungry lion, for reasons we'll get into, but uh, I like this more than perhaps I thought I would. Uh, So yeah, let's get started. It's been interesting to see how modern movies handle the animal attack movie genre. For shark movies, the new formula is to grab some traumatized people, get them on vacation, and have them work through their issues by surviving a shark attack. Same goes for croc and gator movies. These are especially effective because the locations that sharks and gators show up in are usually isolated, which means there's a natural limitation on resources and options. Now, lion attacks, those are a bit different. Not only are lions protected animals, but by almost any measure, attacking a lion comes with a moral compromise made at the beginning. Either humans encroached on its territory or killed its pride, which is why Beast uses that exact setup as its jumping off point. Idris Elba plays Dr. Nate Daniels, a recently widowed man who is dealing with guilt over his wife's passing and his strained relationship with his two daughters. Hoping to bond with the girls, Daniels takes his daughters to where he and their mother met, in South Africa. But the visit quickly turns into a fight for survival, as a furious and feral lion sets its sights on the family unit. I wanted to address how this movie handles the violence towards the lion in the movie up front, since, as I indicated, this can make a movie like this hard to enjoy. Thankfully, Beast is the best-case scenario for this kind of movie. The movie opens with the incident that makes the lion become hostile, which is the death of its pride at the hand of poachers, which in turn prompts a violent rampage that spreads to innocent villagers and Daniel's family. Essentially, the lion's violence is portrayed as a preventable tragedy that could have been avoided if people didn't kill lions for sport or trade. Not only that, but many of the people who engage with the lion try to wound, subdue, or escape instead of trying to kill it. It is refreshing, to say the least. With that in tow, the movie follows a familiar but effective formula that works thanks to the people involved and slight twists on the genre. As you can probably guess, Elba's Dr. Daniels is having trouble with his wife's passing. In short, he wasn't there, and he feels like a coward. So when his daughter's lives are on the line, he now has the chance to keep them alive and prove he can be a father to them, whether it's said directly or not. With that emotional baseline, the movie quickly moves through a series of standoffs with the lion, where Daniels and his daughter attempt to subdue the animal or escape it to go find help, all of which gets harder and harder as their supplies dwindle and injuries mount. There's a few reasons this works few reasons this works really well. One is that it feels like a team effort. Our four main heroes, Elba, his daughters, and Chartel Copley as our as a friend, all provide knowledge and help at different intervals and show their worth throughout the experience. Likewise, they never do anything that's obviously stupid. In a lot of movies like this, there seems to be a moment where someone decides to make the dumbest move possible because we needed more tension or they just lose their mind for a moment. Instead, the movie makes elements like the need for medical help or more supplies the driving force. They may put themselves in danger, but they're clearly trying to help somebody or get help as quickly as possible. 
And while I won't go into the ending, it was and is very satisfying and a smarter end to the movie than I expected. The verdict is, it's straightforward fun. Though it leans heavily on genre tropes, Beast's refreshing approach and smarter-than-expected scripts makes this a fun ride. 6 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.